the Mighty 790 and 1047 KFGO. Wednesday morning, the 4th, KFGO time, 644. Nine degrees above zero as we prepare for the national championship this weekend. Saturday mornings on 8 o'clock, you can listen to Josh Swanson. Heard it here on our Big Brother Station 740, the fan 107.3 FM. You can find the podcast at 740thefan.com. You'll be able to hear the NDSU Bison in the national championship on those same stations we have for you on a Wednesday morning. The man, the myth, the legend, the swan. That's right. Josh Swanson joins us this morning. It shivers down your back when you hear that, Josh. I I need to have you guys start answering my client calls at work because my clients would just be blown away. They'd be like, who is this guy? You've reached the swan. You better have a good reason for calling. <laughs> and N- voicemails. We're, get, we're we're gonna do voicemails too. There you go. Is NDSU an underdog? Yeah, I think so. Probably with uh, the news that came out about the depth chart and injury situation and the Bison not being as fully healed as they'd like to be. Um, you know, I, I I never pick against the Bison, but you know, Vegas is certainly gonna have NDSU. Probably is. Uh, I would say probably. I, I would guess six seven point dog in this game. Swan, does uh, being there, been there, done that, help the Bison in this contest getting ready to go? I think it does because the teams will be heading down probably either later today. Probably tomorrow is when the teams would go down, I would guess, with the game being Sunday. And they've got a lot of events down there that they have to take part of. And it, it's it's more than just the game when they get down there. So to be able to focus on just the game and treat it as a business trip is something India issue is done and, and something, you know, I, I would not pick against the Bison coaches with three weeks to prepare against Frisco yeah. because I think that factors into it. And we see that in so many bowl games that certain coaching staffs have an ability to put together a really solid game plan. So um, it's, it's, it's an intangible to say the least. And I think that's one of the things that definitely does favor NDSU going into Sunday. Putting the intangibles to the side, going to the X's and the O's. Then, how do you beat South Dakota State? You got to convert on your third downs. There's there's three big things. That first game, NDSU, especially that second half, they only had the ball four times. They couldn't convert on third downs. I think they only ran something like 20, 20 plays that entire second half on four possessions. Came away with no points. So you need to pick up your third downs, and that that also helps with the time of possession. Those those two things are going to be absolutely critical, and you have to be able to run the ball. It all it all goes kind of hand in hand. And in last game in October against the Jacks, the Bison only ran for 127 yards. So you don't need Cam Miller to go out there and complete. You know, I think the first game he he probably had his best game as as a quarterback of the season. But you don't need him to complete 20 passes. Um, you need to be able to run the ball for probably a buck 70. I think is the magic number. Swan, uh, you uh, mentioned it a little bit there, but uh, going back to the matchup between South Dakota State and North Dakota State, this game, like all games, but truly decided in the trenches. And one of the reasons uh, the Bison did not get a lot of their third downs was because of that South Dakota State defensive line. And that's with NDSU having two All-Americas on the offensive line in Nash Jensen and Cody Mock. What do we got to do differently to move the ball? I think part of it is scheme, for one. I think these guys know each other so well, but you have to throw a few wrinkles on there and, and get a little bit creative when picking up some of those third downs. I think the other end of it is you have to be able to throw the ball. You have to be able, and, and I know I just said Cam doesn't need to complete 20 passes, 
But when it's a, a third and six and you need that first down, he has to be able to, to throw it or they're going to put eight or nine guys in the box. And, and if you can convert on some of those third down throwing the ball or even have that play action threat on first and second down and, and take some of the heat off that line of scrimmage, that opens up the run game. So if, if you can have that threat to pass and the SDSU has to respect it, that should help open up things on third down. But the Bison can't, they put together, you know, Another one at 12, like they were against Incarnate Word throwing the ball. It's going to be a tough day for the Bison offense. Josh Swanson from Heard It Here. You listen to him on our Big Brother Station 740, the fan. We've talked or heard so much about the injuries that the Bison are facing. Is South Dakota State at full strength? Are they missing some key pieces or not? No, they're they're relatively healthy. They, they got back Adam Bach, who's probably one of the better linebackers yeah. in the Missouri Valley he was injured against the Bison, and he came back for that Montana State semifinal game for them. So they're they're going into this thing relatively healthy as compared to North Dakota State. And uh, North Dakota State, boy, no Hunter Lipke, uh, no Noah Gindorf. Uh, do you know who is back, Swan? Yeah, I think we'll find out Sunday at 1 o'clock, Dan, the, the depth chart release. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if Coach Jensen's playing a little close to the vest or playing a little cat and mouse with it, but... You know, the depth chart released yesterday, you had Merrick Williams, uh, who wasn't on it. Kobe Johnson, he got dinged up in the semifinal game. You know, both Mostarts are, are dinged up. So we'll, we'll see come Sunday who's out there, who isn't. I think a big deal would be if Cole Payton, Cole Payton is healthy and he can play. I think the threat of him and being able to put him and Cam Miller on oh. the field at the same time, I think that's something South Dakota State hasn't seen. And, and Tyler Roll, I mean, we saw what he was able to do last year in the playoffs with Miller and Quincy Patterson on the field at the same time. So that might be something else to keep an eye on, maybe a, a, an X factor, if you will, going into Sunday. If, if, if Cole Payton is healthy, that might be a big deal for the herd. Have the Bison thrown ever with Cole Payton in there at quarterback? Well, they when they tried to against South Dakota State, it got picked off that ah, one time. So right. early, they tried that trick play. They tried the trick play, and right. SDSU was waiting, waiting on it, and looking for it. So they they haven't. But with three weeks to prepare, and if yeah. he's got that healthy angle, if you can throw that in there, where if you line him up either on the edge or in the backfield, and and have him take a shot downfield, um, I, I think that loosens up the defense a little bit too. So he's got he's got an arm. He's certainly got an arm. He's a really highly touted quarterback coming in out of Omaha. So we'll, we'll see. It'd be nice if he does. It would really help. Josh Swanson, heard it here. You got a score, Swanee? Yeah, don't pick against the buys in Frisco, guys. That, that's a life lesson we'd all do well to learn, and I'm taking NDSU 24-21. 24-21. The Swan, are you on the air Saturday from Frisco? Not from Frisco. We got baby two coming here oh. uh, probably probably tomorrow. So if hey. I were in Frisco, I, it's, uh, might not go so well for me heading down there. So I'll be watching in Fargo. Uh, uh, congratulations. I hope everything Best goes to great. you and yours, yeah. Swan. And we can't we can't be bringing a baby into the world where SDSU's national champ. So oh. all the more reason for the Bison to win. So. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Josh Swanson from Heard It Here joining us this morning. Thank you, Swan. Absolutely. Amen. Go Bison, fellas. Take care, buddy.